I'm Jake. And I'm John. And this is Canine Critique. Welcome back, everybody, to the doghouse. Arf, arf. Gosh. <laughs> you sprung that on me. Jake's like, you do it. You do the intro type thing this time. And then he, then he betrayed me. <clears throat> All I did was say arf. It's the doghouse. We can do what we want. It's rough, not arf. Arf's like throwing up. It's like a dog throwing up. Arf, bark. Rough, rough. Arf. I don't know. Make a song out of that. Okay. At <laughs> Music Elijah. Let's hear it. <laughs> Remi- remix. My barks, arfs, and ruffs. I'm going to give you a couple more. <laughs> or, <laughs> there we go. Maybe a couple. <laughs> and then uh, I'll just say a couple random words I want to throw in there. Pepperoni. <laughs> All right. I think we're good. Okay. We'll see if anything turns out ever. <laughs> Oh man, here we are, back in the doghouse, we're just chilling. Yeah. How was your week? My week was splendid. Anything exciting at all? Um, not that I can think of. You didn't run into any dogs anywhere. Okay, I run into dogs all the time. Same. All the time. There's dogs all the time now. They're all over. It's weird, it's like when you, when you don't notice them. Like you, don't, you don't notice until you, like, notice. <laughs> I need that on a pillowcase now. Oh, like, once we started this podcast, it's like every time... I, every time I see a dog, I'm like, oh, let's see if it does anything so I can share it for content. I know! See, that, that's what I meant. You don't notice until you notice. Yeah, I get it. So I totally get it. Yeah. Well, that's cool. Good, 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 good. Do we have any um, dog news this week? <laughs> <laughs> Is it actually going to be news this time? Um, I had... Okay, I guess I had a thought. But it was dog thought. Okay. What would we call dog thoughts? Mm-hmm. Thinking of dogs. Dog. Dog. Got, dog. I'm going to think. I'm just going to keep saying dog until we can come up with one. Dog. Dog. <laughs> you can just edit out the time that we think. Yeah, that's fine. I'll just do that instead. <laughs> Okay, after after thinking about after thinking about what dumb dog we could come up with for dog thought, we, we went, settled on pot like a P A W T. Like no P A W hyphen G H T. A pot. It's like a thought, but pot. So what's your pot this week? You have to elongate it or yeah. else it's... My pot. How long do I have to say pot for it to work? Pot. How good's your pot this week? Okay. <laughs> Never mind. Stop. I'm going to stop. We're going to find a new one. It's Back perfect. after this. It's no, we, oh, come on. We, no, because we keep saying, how's your pot? That's just not That's so okay. <laughs> That's okay. We'll think of something else later. No, we got to think of something else right now. We'll be right back. <laughs> all right, all right, all right, all right. We, we all right, consulted Google. We, we consulted Google. For synonyms. And looked at thesauruses and dictionaries and whatever the third one is. Is there a third one? 
almanac. That's not a thing that <laughs> would apply here, but we okay. consulted okay. all the do- the doggy almanacs. <laughs> and we have come up with this one. John, I forgot what it was already. Puppy postulation. Yeah. Puppy postulation. I have a puppy postulation. Puppy paw stillation. Oh, we still got paw in there. Puppy postulation. Perfect. I what's your it. what's your puppy postulation? If, if you if you want us to call it pot or puppy postulation, drop us a bar. I think the second one's more alliteration. I love more you. More pun. <laughs> puppy population alliteration. Wow, rhymes too. Anyway, yeah, my puppy population of pop population postulation. Oh, postulation. Not pu- the puppy population is dwindling. No, <laughs> puppy postulation. For those wondering. A postulation is a suggestion or assumption of the existence, fact, or truth of something as a basis for reasoning, discussion, or belief. And this was on Oxford Dictionary? That was just Google. <laughs> okay. Yes, it was, it was Oxford Dictionary. Well, um, puppy postulation for the week. Now that I've said puppy, pus, pu- puppy postulation like 20 times there already, and I've oversaturated your ears, this was it. It's about service dogs. Okay. So mad respect for service dogs. This is my puppy postulation. Is that... You know how there's some people who have service animals, right? Yeah. As in, like, help them walk across the street. Or sometimes if they have, like, PTSD or stress, it can help them. Yeah, exactly. They know when they're feeling down. Yeah, yeah, yeah. For stress, like I know some dogs turn on lights and they're like the hmm. best service dogs. My puppy postulation is about these service dogs. Okay. Are, you know how some people, I mean, I've heard about it and I've never really known one personally because I don't know really how to tell. Are there some people who have dogs that aren't really service dogs that they say, is it their service dog? Like that guy on the train who like got that kicked guy on off the train. the train. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. In episode two. Exactly. So what I'm saying is, do you think that the dogs look upon other dogs like I literally have a degree in serving oh, humans? They're like, how come you're 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 being a fraud? You're pretending, but it's not that dog's fault. It's its owner's fault. Hmm. They're pretentious about it. They're like, <laughs> my owner treated me better. My owner. Tra- I know how to turn the lights on. You can't even open a dumb door. No, no I, I wouldn't think that. Like, <laughs> maybe it is a pretentious puppy Some postulation. Are... <laughs> no, Some are a little prideful than others. <laughs> yeah, I'm just like. What if what if the dogs thought about each other like that? This is me just, of course, assuming dogs can generate human thought like we can. Oh, yeah. But if they had, like, their own sort of system, I don't know, that's my... So some are like, I wish I could get an owner that would train me to have a degree like that dog. And then yeah. there's some... <laughs> With, like, per- some printed degree from online that's, like registered to be a service dog just cl- click check yes in all these boxes and print you know and they're like i went to college but there's, there's like purse puppies who are like I'm, i get everything i don't need a degree i've got everything i need yeah 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 it's like and i'm a service dog too it's like you didn't go through the training to do all this oh i get what you're saying yeah and then war dogs they're just like yeah war dogs the are veterans like, who return and get college paid for them yeah oh i'm gosh. down anyway th- that's my puppy postulation is do dogs look at other dogs like that it'd be interesting to hear what they speak yeah I think in the future when it's invented that I could talk to dogs I'd ask them about that you know what they'd probably say no one cares oh you know what they just they'd probably be like 
my purpose on this earth was to be in service to you, Master. Whether I'd went to school or not. That's a lot of Isle of Dogs right there. So I guess technically every dog is a service dog. They announced um, a new Dr. Doolittle with Robert Downey Jr. in the uh, leading role. Oh. And there is a dog on the cover. This is the cover. Everyone can Google this. There's a dog wearing glasses, and it looks like the polar bear from the Golden Compass, but that can't be true. Huh. But yeah. Will we see that? Doesn't look like a dog movie, but you never know. Drop us a bark if you think it's a dog movie. The new... It's just called... Doolittle in theaters January 17th. Huh. He's just not a people person is the <laughs> tagline here. That's I'm not the people person either. Um, yeah. I uh, hope you enjoyed our new segment, Puppy Postulation. Heck yeah. Cool, cool. Or unless you want it to be called Pot. <laughs> 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 um, Working title. Yeah, drop us at the bar. Okay. Well, I think that's the perfect time to move into Dog Stories Never Boring. Arf, arf. That's some more arfs for Musical Elijah. <laughs> I, have a, I have a story that's not a dog story that maybe I'll tell after this, which is more entertaining than the one I have, maybe. After this? After the story that I end up telling. Oh, okay. Should I go first? I'll go yeah, first. You're, yeah, go first. So it. I don't have a personal one. I just Googled Miraculous Dog Stories. <laughs> maybe this is for dog news. Miraculous Dog Stories from Google. I wonder how recent this article... This is a Reader's Digest article. If it's within the last year, I'll count it as dog news. Um, it's taking me too long to find the date, so let's just assume it's news. Okay. Um, do, 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 do. I want that button on my arfs. There it is. That's your project. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Yes. Really dumb. What's, what really gets me is the title of this article. It's courtesy of Mason's family. I think the dog's name is Mason, though. Yeah, Mason the Miracle Dog. The first sentence is, any dog's love and loyalty can feel like a miracle. <laughs> just like <laughs> just like my puppy postulation. What if that was just the end of the article? What if that was it? And it's just like, all these comments, wow. <laughs> so true. Very much. Perfect. Just like that dog meme where they talk like that. Wow, very true. So, very bark. We got Mason. He's a one-year-old terrier mix. Maybe the most miraculous dog on earth, quote-unquote. Oh, great. So, he's... Did, did uh, Mason used to be, like, their dead uncle? Oh, <laughs> could you imagine? No, I guess this puppy lives in North Smithsfield, Alabama. Shout out to all the people from Alabama. Um, Roll Tide. They were going to... There was a tornado. They, I guess there was a tornado warning that they knew about, so they put the dog in the garage. It says... Wait, I think I remember this. The long-legged pup rode out a tornado in his family's garage last Wait, spring. Wait, he has one leg? No, long-legged. Oh. His family thought he would be safe there in the in the garage oh. when a tornado is going around. Great. This is this is Shades of Man of Steel. You know that time when yeah, yeah, yeah. he let his dad die because he ran into the tornado to save his dog? Gosh dang it. The dumbest. Man of Steel. Is it a dog movie? Drop us a bark. <laughs> if Crypto the Superdog were in it. <laughs> Could you imagine? That'd be amazing. Anyways, the tornado blasted through the garage door and Mason disappeared. Oh my gosh. So... And then, let me guess, Mason went on the incredible journey. Oh man, could you... Maybe they, maybe they make a movie out of this. Dozens of people perished from this twister, okay? Mason's family was just grateful to be alive, even if the storm had left their home uninhabitable. I'm saying this as a joke, but this, this it's good that they were, they were fine. But they are heartbroken to find that their sweet pup had died. They, found they never thought he'd turn out. 
Until he did, is what the article says. Until he did. Arf, arf, arf. Three weeks after the disaster, Mason's family stopped by the house to collect some of their belongings. And just on the porch, Mason's just chilling. He's bouncing with excitement. He's just so excited to see them. They brought him to the vet. And apparently he broke in both of his front legs, like, in the tornado, and just Aww. crawled back home and waited for oh his family. Gosh. When they found him, he was super malnourished, but they nursed him back to health. Mason the Miracle Dog. The doctor put two metal plates and 17 screws in the lens. But Mason's injuries were so significant that he required weeks of recovery to heal. By the time he returned home, though, in, in that later September, he was bouncing around like a puppy again. There were no ill effects whatsoever, which is a miracle in and of itself. Wow. Shout out to you, Mason the Miracle Dog. Oh, I guess there's a Facebook page for Mason. It attracted fans all over the world, drawn to the story of the little dog's triumph. I'm going to go to this Facebook page and see what it's all about. Sorry, this content isn't available right now. Disappointing. <laughs> That's the end of my story. Well, I got another unrelated story, maybe after this. Well, I have a story, again, it's about my father, but it was when he was growing up on, on the farm when he grew up. He had a farm. I didn't know that. Or at least he worked on a farm. Well, this is why I say it's a farm. I'm, I'm pretty sure he worked like farm duties, but not like a giant farm. Just a farm um, big enough for, I don't know, however much he farmed. So he didn't live on a farm, but he worked on a farm. I don't know. Here's why it sounds like he works on a farm. So it's going to sound like a sheep story about a lamb, but okay. this, is, this is a dog story. Right. My dad was working around the farm and every time he'd wake up and he'd go out and do all the chores and feed the chicken and grab the eggs or whatever it is they normally do yeah. for his daily routine he'd open up the gate for the lamb and the lamb's name was Charlie and Charlie would just follow him around doing all his duties and Charlie was just a homie basically just like a, a buddy gotcha. just ho helping him out just a silent watchful protector I get it this would happen morning like after Batman. morning. Yeah. The the lamb that my dad deserved, but not the one he needed. <laughs> and so, one morning he goes out after countless mornings doing this same morning routine. And he opens up the gate, and he starts doing his duties, and notice Charlie just hasn't walked out of the gate and followed him around. So he's like, where's Char where'd Charlie go? He heads back over to the gate, and he looks in the pen, and there's not, there's not a Charlie. Oof. But there's a bunch of just wild dogs with what used to be Charlie on their mouths. Wow, this is like Joseph and the Amazing Technicolor Dreamcoat. <laughs> yeah, but a true version, not the <laughs> fake one they tell <laughs> to their dad. Oh, you mean the fake account in the Bible, you're right. Yeah. <laughs> no, I'm just kidding. <laughs> oh my gosh, no, I was talking about the fake... The fake story that they tell their brother, the dad. No, I get it. Anyway. I get it. Oh my gosh. Well, I know. Anyway. <laughs> so my dad is just angry. And, like, Charlie was his best friend. So, like, with tears in his eyes. And I imagine, like, a thunderstorm starts brewing. But, not like, just the little drizzly wets. My dad went. Clouds are circling. My dad went back into his house. And he grabbed his gun. And he went back out there. What kind of gun? It was a thirty-three. Okay, I don't know anything about that. And he went back out there, and he... Oh, it's a pistol. He uh, got revenge on Charlie. Did he kill all the dogs? Not just the men, but the women and children, too. Oh, whoa. Yeah, he said he followed them all the way back to, like, their dog hole, and they just were all in a hole, and he just 
Wild dogs? Yeah, they were wild dogs. That's crazy. I've never even seen a wild dog. Like, here's the thing. I'm sure maybe he maybe they were coyotes and I forgot the story. Okay. But coyote counts wild dogs, right? Sure. I guess. Drop me a bark They're- if you think coyotes aren't dogs. And by drop me a bark, I mean don't just text me a picture of a dog emoji and then say bark. <laughs> I'm so the coyote sorry. Latin name is Canis latrans, which is technically the same, not species. What's the one before genus? Yeah, I think so. Because wolves know. are Canis lupus, coyotes are Canis latrans, and dogs are Canis domesticus. Huh. So they're all in the same family. Okay. Well, so I guess maybe it's a, it's for, still a dog story. It's still a dog story. <laughs> if there are coyotes. So here's the thing: some dogs can be mean and eat your eat your lamb, eat, eat Charlie. But as we've been able to learn, Mason the Miracle Dog is a great dog. And that is it for Dog Stories Never Boring. Very good. I just had a quick story. It's it's probably a better, not better, but it's just a funny story I remembered as we were talking about these. This is, <laughs> we're just inventing segments left and right. I'm going to call this Michigan Memories because Michigan keeps coming up. Represent <laughs> I knew Michigan a, Memories. I had a friend who... Um, he was meeting with a kind of just a guy in his neighborhood, and he um, I think he was checking up on him. He was kind of an elderly guy, and I think maybe they were checking up on him to make sure he hadn't died or something. I really <laughs> don't know, but it's one of those. It's just a weird like Turner and Hooch. He was checked up on. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And it's um, just you know, just another weird Michigan house, I guess, where it's like a lot of the like. Some of the, there's holes in walls and whatever. This is just, I guess, a pretty impoverished town. So yeah. it's a re- there's a reason they were checking up on this guy. And they were just chatting with him. And he's like, just stops their conversation. He's like, hey, want to see something cool? And they're like, <laughs> just middle of the conversation. They're like, sure. And he just grabs a bag of cat food. And he just sprinkles it kind of on the ground in front of them. Okay. And they're like, what? And then he grabs two pans and he just starts banging them together. Oh my gosh. And then cats just pour in just from every opening. Just like cat after cat. And they just like run in and they just start eating all this food. Wait, this is a cat story? I know. I turned it John. on. John! It's so ridiculous. John! If you tell two more cat... This is three strikes. This is your first strike. If what you was- tell two more cat stories, you're fired. Maybe I should then. <laughs> oh! <laughs> no. You guys couldn't see his angle that was in, holding that up. Was in, that was in Marshall, Michigan, I guess. Shout out to Marshall, Shout Michigan. Shout out to Mar- represent. <laughs> yeah, I just thought that was crazy. He's just like, he's like, clang, clang, clang. Just that this is a routine that's happened before, and just stray cats, just like. Wow. I just picture a chain of cats, just like from windows. Almost like an old Disney cartoon. like. Yes, exactly. Yeah, yeah. That makes sense. Exactly. Well, thanks for making me listen to your stupid cats story, John. <laughs> just kidding. <laughs> Got me. <laughs> it's all right. Well, um, this week we watched Scooby Doo. Actually, just Scooby Doo. It's called. It's called Scooby Doo the movie. Scooby Doo two thousand two. Scooby Doo two thousand two. Oh frick! Where are you? <laughs> it's two thousand two. The blue Scooby Doo. There was a mix up because we were like, I thought we were watching it together, and you thought we were watching it separately. So I showed up not having seen it. I've seen it before. Yeah. But we didn't watch it fresh off. But you have seen it fresh. Yeah, off. I watched it yesterday. I think I might have seen it more recently than you had, though. You saw it when you were young. Yeah, really I saw young, it right? in 2003. <laughs> okay. Yeah. I probably saw it. I don't know. When, and now I've seen it again. 2003. 
Man, what a what a movie. Yeah? That was What are your thoughts just generally going like Generally go, going into the movie, I was like, why am I doing this? Because like it starts and it's just so early 2000s just right off the bat. Let's let's maybe talk about just Scooby-Doo. What are your thoughts on Scooby-Doo in general? Okay. As as a character. I have like really fond memories of Scooby-Doo. Yeah. Like I remember one time I was going trick-or-treating on Halloween with my friend Logan. And I was a pirate for Halloween. Yeah. Anyway, we were like, let's go back to our house and watch a scary movie. So we actually went back to his house. And he had like a TV like in his room or like in a guest bedroom or something. And instead of watching a scary movie, we just watched like two seasons of Scooby-Doo. Two seasons? <laughs> I don't know. It felt like a lot. It was a ton of episodes which, of Scooby-Doo. Which series? We just ate a bunch of candy and watched Scooby-Doo. The 70s one? No. I think the 70s one. I think the 70s one invented the theme song. Yeah. And it's the best rendition of the theme song. Interesting. Do you want to hear it? Yeah, let's hear it. Give it a nice little I Google 10 it. second. Because I haven't seen it for a bit. But yeah, we're re- this is for reviewing purposes. We're reviewing the Scooby-Doo theme song for 10 seconds. Okay. I think it's great. It starts with thunder. Oh no, an ad. Not sponsored by us. Get out of here, Disney. Whatever the show is. <laughs> oh boy, here we go. Just let me skip the ad. Come on. Oh, it's called Hall of Villains. Yeah. Can we can we talk about YouTube with, with the two ads? Okay. Here it is. Bats? Yeah. It's so groovy. Wow. They're just walking. Okay, right. it sounds like something like maybe the monkeys could have recorded. It could have been. I wonder who did it. Maybe. Oh, this was 1969 that this came out. Pretty good. Anyways, that, I have a lot of memories of the 70s show. And like, if you look, I think the animation's actually really good for the time. But maybe that maybe that's just my head filling it in. Maybe you need to watch more shows from the 70s. You'll understand they all look like that. Oh, like Super Friends? Yeah, there's like there's a really old Fisher Price thing that we watch every year for Christmas. Oh yeah, that's that was the night before Christmas Fisher Price version, and they look just like that. Interesting. I don't know. I have fond memories. You're right. Maybe I should watch more. But all I'm saying is that was like 1969, like 20 years earlier. 49. Yeah, like Pinocchio had been made, that's and like true. 10 years before that, Snow White, and it's like right. that. That's like mediocre. <laughs> but I still love it. But was that what you were watching with your friend? No. It was like the 90s version, I think. Okay. There's been a lot of Scooby-Doo reboots. Before. And we will we will watch them. Eventually. And, and critique them. To find out if they're hot dogs or dog Hot dogs, dogs or dog guards. I, I, I bet they're good. At least like a handful of episodes. I, I have a lot of fond memories of Scooby-Doo, and I don't know where it started. Like, I don't know when in my life it started. I think it's just one of those things I grew up and I was like... Yep, that's Scooby-Doo. I never once questioned who's Scooby-Doo, what's a Scooby-Doo, what's a Scooby snack. Yeah. You know, it's like, I've always wanted to try a Scooby snack. Yeah. Like, what's so great about it? It's kind of like Spongebob. Like, I don't remember the first time I saw Spongebob. I just, it's always been a part of my life. Or like Mickey Mouse. Yes. Yeah, yeah. exactly. Because it's like, it's, it's one of those timeless things. And as, as weird as it is to say, I think Scooby-Doo is timeless. Except... I don't know. I don't know. I haven't talked to like any five or like ten year old kids and be like, "You yeah. guys know who Scooby Doo is?" Scooby Doo, though, I don't know who created Scooby Doo. I don't know when it started. It's just been there. But it's like I know like Steve Hillenberg was like the SpongeBob guy. Yeah, and yeah. I know Walt Disney invented. Everyone knows that about Mickey Mouse. I think Scooby Doo's. It's this weird anomaly of like 
We don't know where it came from, but we love that it exists. I think it happened when this one dude was eating Scooby Snacks because he had some munchies. Or Scooby Snacks. Or, oh. And. Pot. <laughs> Pot. <laughs> anyway, what are we doing? What am I saying? It was 69. That 1969 was the very first Scooby-Doo. Wow. It was that cartoon show. I think just Scooby-Doo as a dog, as a character, throughout every generation, Scooby-Doo is a hot dog. I'm going to tell you that right now. Just the character yeah, Scooby-Doo. I don't think I've seen a bad Scooby-Doo thing. Yeah. Or just Scooby-Doo on his own. Like, take him out of the Mystery Gang, Mis- Mystery Incorporated. Yeah, Mystery Inc. And just be like, hmm, this is Scooby-Doo. Don't get me wrong, Mr. Inc.'s great. But just on his own as a dog, Scooby-Doo is a hot dog. Ready? When I'm gonna bring back Comics Corner real quick. Oh boy! There's a comic called Scooby Apocalypse, and it's like they're reimagined, <laughs> but it's the like Velma, like Shaggy as like he's a trainer of experimental cybernetic dogs, and then like the Freddie and Daphne are like TV like hard hitting reporters, and Velma's like the mastermind who brings them all together to save the world. Oh my gosh! Yeah, check that out, everyone. Wow, <laughs> that's Scooby's actually great. That's my favorite John's Comic Corner. Think... <laughs> Anyways. This movie, though, is the first live-action adaptation of Scooby-Doo. It's got a 5 out of 10 on IMDb. I don't think it's a 5 out of 10 out of memory. I think that it's one of those things that when the internet started becoming a thing and IMDb and like Rotten Tomatoes and stuff started becoming especially popular, a lot of people would be like, oh, I remember that. It's trash. And they just go and oh, vote it. I get it. For instance, wasn't it uh, Revenge of the Sith? that got, like, 300,000 extra votes in, like, a span of six months, like, ten years after it was um, produced. Yeah. So, something like that. I know I'm way off of my numbers and things, but I know it was Revenge of the Sith that a ton of people went on and just, like, voted it, that it was trash. Way well, after it came out. If you could guess the budget of this movie, what would you guess? Uh, okay. I'm gonna say... There's a CGI dog in it, bear that in mind. <sighs> which doesn't look super bad from See, memory. I... For the I time. think of movie budgets, I don't remember what's big or small. Sometimes I'm like, wow, like a, so, a few million dollars is pretty big, but I think that's really cheap, right? Infinity War and Endgame was were like, $1 billion. Okay. Yes. <laughs> okay, so I'm thinking $300 million. How's that? For sound? this? Yeah. This was $84 million. Oh, that was yeah. a lot. I was going to say 100 but you made me feel like I'm going highball for that. Opening weekend was $54 million, and then gross USA was $153 million, so it made its money back. And then cumulative worldwide is $275 million. So I think it okay. did pretty well. I mean, it's the first live-action Scooby-Doo movie. I, I, would, I would go out and see and it. And it's 2002. Yeah, it's 2002. The cast is really good. we got Freddie Prinze Jr. playing Fred. Sarah Michelle Gellar playing Daphne. Freak. And fun fact, they're married. Yeah, I was about to say that. Yeah. Matthew Lillard playing Shaggy. I don't. I haven't really seen him in anything else. He's in Salt Lake City Punk. Shout out to Salt Lake. I've never really? seen that movie though. What the heck? Yeah. Linda Cardellini plays Velma. She's in like she plays Hawkeye's wife, and she's in a bunch of stuff. And Rowan Atkinson is a guy. And then there's Mary Jane, who we'll talk about. Oh my by gosh. Isla Fisher. Is that how you Isla? pronounce that? Isla. Anyway. Isla. Yeah. Denise. Okay, we got we got a power cast. Oh, and screenplay writer and story storyboard guy, James Gunn. James Gunn. What a guy. I know. And I think like the very first fact on IMDB is like James Gunn reportedly said that one of the first edits of this film was rated R. 
Yeah, because there's a there. We were talking. There's a cut. There's a cut scene where Velma does like a kind of a like a sensual kind of sexy dance, like in a locker room or something, if I remember correctly. Just in, interesting. Guess what else? Are you this sure director- that wasn't just some weird dream? You <laughs> no, no. I was gonna say guess what else this director's done, but oh, he did Home Alone too, Lost in New York. Oh, he's the editor. This guy hasn't done a lot of directing. Anyways, interesting. Um. Yeah. Oh, he did Show Dogs. This makes that makes and Beverly Hills Chihuahua. Oh, oh no! I just remember we have to watch Beverly Hills Chihuahua. His name is Raja Gosnell, or Raja. Anyways, oh my gosh! Into the movie. Yeah. So See, I haven't. I can't go plot for plot. Movie opens so you'll have up. To lay movie opens up. Oh wait. I, I so normally I do like a summary of what oh, yeah. the movie. What would about. you say the summary is? Um, I'm this gonna is say. A, this is like, isn't it framed like they've been the mystery gang for a while now? Yeah, yeah. Um, mystery gang gets back together for one last hoorah. Yeah. At a creepy 2000s themed party island. You weird. Yeah. Kind of ahead of its time. <laughs> Here's the thing. I w- I'm, r- I'm really ro- loving that the 90s is retro right now and it's like coming back when it's in. Really? <laughs> I, I love like all the colors and the styles and things you like high-waisted pants no I'm, like I'm talking about like open advertising shirts. sort of stuff okay. and some of the stuff is cool like the zigzag patterns and like those colors and things <laughs> like Rocco's Modern Life t-shirts you know okay I get it like I'm, I'm into that but Seinfeld music what I'm not looking forward to is when the 2000s is retro yeah. because I don't think anybody liked that liked any of it no. I can't think of a really great thing from the early 2000s. I don't know anybody that's Except like, for yep, Scooby-Doo. that was a good time. <laughs> Scooby-Doo. Oh my gosh. Um, There's some good movies, I think, but... But, um... The, the movie starts The movie right, starts out... They're, like, they're, they're right in the middle. Up. They're right... No, they're right in the middle of... Uh, catching a criminal? Of catching the criminal. Like, the catch? ghost. The somebody ghost. Phantom of, like, this toy warehouse. I wish I knew. And, the, and he's, got, like, got to... What's her name? I always get their names mixed up. Velma. Okay. Velma is the nerd. Daphne. Okay, is the... so the, the the Phantom's got Daphne like in his arm, and he's like flying through the thing, but it's like a really precarious position, and he like makes a joke about how he like grabbed your butt or something. He's <laughs> really? flying through the sky. Yeah, it's like what the heck? What what? How old is this PG? I'm so confused. Uh, it was weird. Um, it's a ghost, right? Yeah, and I really liked. I really liked this part about it. It was, because uh, it was live action, but this, some of the stuff they were doing was stuff that would only happen on an animation. The ghost? Okay. Yeah, it's a weird looking ghost, right? Mm-hmm. It's like, it's the ghost, if you look up like the movie poster, it's the ghost that's in the background of the movie poster. Oh, yeah. But it's only in the first like five minutes of the film. And they start where they they start out wearing their kind of... Everything, yeah. Their OG stuff. Cartoons. Yeah. yeah, okay. Freddy's got the long hair. Yeah, 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 yeah. And this is what's going on. And then, you know, classic Scooby-Doo style. They have a plan. Everything kind of goes wrong. But then it works out because Scooby and Shaggy accidentally bump the ghost or something. <laughs> I would have got away with it if it wasn't for you kids. And your... Dumb dog, too. Yeah, there it is. Something like that. Right? Anyway, as soon as they save it, these reporters and a ton of people come in. They're like, yay, mystery gang. We're so proud of you. Yippee-dee. And they're like... Who, how did you do it? Oh, gosh, why did I forget his name all of a sudden? Freddy. Freddy. Oh, Freddy. 
Yeah, so they go to him, and he's like, well, this was obviously my plan, and blah, 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 I'm trying yeah. to take the credit for the whole game. Classic, right. And that's when Daphne's like, no, Velma's like, huh. So they're all outside, just in a circle, chilling, and she's like, I'm probably going to quit. And then Daphne's like, but I was going to quit. And then Fred's like, what if I want to quit? So then they, Shaggy and Scooby, they're just eating They're just, like, probably. looking at him like, 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 what? <laughs> like, what, guys? Like, like, guys, we can't quit up. Guys. Come on, guys. <laughs> the know. best product of 1969. Oh, my gosh. I love it. I love Shaggy and Scooby so much. And so they break up. And I thought... I don't know why I thought this. I mean, I'd seen it once when I was a young lad. Yes. And now I'm watching it again, and I'm like, how long is this going to last, them being split up? Because I could have sworn they went to a place with a creepy roller coaster. I was so confused. My spotty memory... Anyway, then uh, they're split up for a solid five minutes. The time jumps, right? The time jumps. jumps two years yeah. to Shaggy and Scooby chilling in the mystery ink van. van. That reminds me. Today at work, because I work at that mall, right? Yeah. <laughs> Security, though. Yeah. Yep. So I was working at the mall. So I was working, I'm Paul Blart, basically. <laughs> and there was a... Uh, you're Paul Blart's boss, basically. No. Nah. Well, you're not that high yet. No, nah, I'm basically Paul Blart. Okay. Yeah. My brother is my boss, so he's Paul Bart's boss. Okay. But he's also Paul Bart, too. He's writing down comebacks. He's like, I'll get him next time. <laughs> anyway, there was a... I promise this is relevant, so bear with me. We know those cars that we have at malls, and it's just like, look at this car, like for advertising. Today, I had to help the guy switch out the car for the other one, and the new car, I kid you not, is painted to look exactly <laughs> like the mystery, the mystery machine. machine. This is pretty dope. Anyway, Scooby and Shaggy are hanging out in the mystery machine just making sandwiches, but putting weird stuff on it, and they're trying to eat it. And this dude comes and knocks on their door and is like, hey guys, I need you to do this thing. Here's some letters to do a big old party. We need to solve a mystery at at Spooky Island. And they're like, like, I guess. (laughs) And they go to the airport. They go to, and they're all on the plane. There's like a plane thing. Yeah, yeah. But I remember that. Yeah. So as they're heading to the airport, uh, like it shows Freddie, Fred or Freddie, Fred. Why do I? Why am I not good at remembering their I names? I think his name. He, he's uh, he's he's called Fred in the IMDb, but I think sometimes they call him Freddie. Anyway, he's just chilling and he's looking basically the exact same as he would the cartoon, but he's also wearing a jacket and his hair is shorter. You're right. And you just look like Freddie Prince Jr. Basically. Yeah. Oh, I don't think. There's a point where they're driving and they kick Scrappy out. That's a flashback. That's a flashback. Yeah, that's a flashback. Chronologically, that's happened, though. I think that happens later. I think they're on the island. No, but I mean... Yeah, yeah. Chronologically, this has happened. They're just all driving and Scrappy's like, I'm the new leader. And they're like... I have to pee or something. Yeah. (laughs) And then they kick him out. Which is weird, because I think in the cartoon, Scrappy's like... He's just like, Scoob's little sidekick. Yeah. And this one, he's like, but later, he's... I'm the leader. <laughs> and they're like, uh, no, it's, like, it's me or I'm out of here. So they just dump him off, like, in what looks like the middle of nowhere, Utah. <laughs> Utah. <laughs> yeah. It's like, all right, see you, Scrappy. Scrappy Rex, that's his full name. Scrappy. And JP Manu plays him, who's just in, he was in Phil the Future. He's the bald guy from Phil the Future. Oh, tight, tight. You know? Anyways. Anyway, they, it's, Long story short, they get on the plane just because, like I said, they're broken up for all of five minutes. And they're kind of angry at each other. They're like mad at each other, like, I'm going to be the one that solves the mystery first. 
because I know there's oh, a mystery. It's a competition. That's yeah. where we're going. And it's like, whatever. And Scooby shows up, and he's all dressed up in, like, old woman costumes. That's right. And Shaggy's like, like, we, we could have big dogs on the plane. <laughs> and everybody, in the, every single person in the airport is like, dang, look at that grandma. Oh, man. <laughs> like, this little kid's, like, jaws, well. like, wide open. Like, what is going on? 10 out of 10, that scene, honestly. Because <laughs> Scooby's like, rank you, rank you. <laughs> <laughs> so perfect. good perfect oh so then they're on the plane and Shaggy's just talking to Scooby they're eating some Scooby snacks and uh then this blonde girl starts coming down the aisle and Shaggy's like like Scoob she's the most pretty girl I've ever seen <laughs> spot on for, that's just, you might be Shaggy in real life <laughs> cosplay as Shaggy did I should cost no anyway <laughs> You so, couldn't withstand the power of cosplay. <laughs> I can't. <laughs> Even one percent of his power would turn me into into atoms. How amazing that that's a meme. Well, Years later, it's a dead meme now. But there's yeah. all those great. It shows just like on set clips of Matthew Lillard, and he's like. My eyes rolled back, and Shaggy possessed me once again. <laughs> I don't even remember filming the movie. <laughs> Stuff like that. Like zoinks, bro. Anyway, so she's coming down the aisle and she's like, I'm allergic to dogs. And he's like, it's okay because like my, my grandma was going to go sit over by our old friend Daphne, right? He's like, okay. <laughs> so Scooby heads over and he's like, like, what's your name? And she goes, Mary Jane. And then Jackie says, like, that's my favorite name. <laughs> I was dying so hard. The best way to flirt. Yeah, basically just like, yeah, my name's married. I just love this the really, really subtle marijuana reference. Yeah. That's what I loved yes. about it. Because it was just like, there's no way I would have got that as a kid. Mm -hmm. Like, why is that his favorite name? Because as a kid, I'm like, Spider-Man, Mary Jane. That's what I'm thinking. I'm going to be honest, I thought that until just now. Oh. <laughs> this makes it even better, though. Pot... Pot. Oh, perfect. Great. Perfect. No, oh, that's two. Stop. That's two. Stop. You're fired. You don't even get three. <laughs> oh, man. So they get to the spooky island, and as they're walking off, well, it looks like a boat, I guess. Like a ferry boat or something? I don't know. I don't remember them going from a plane to a boat, but they did. Okay. They get on the island. They get on the island, there's like this robot, like, welcome to the island, with really long arms, like, thank you, coming to the island, and then he's like, oh my wow. gosh, it's a mystery crew, it makes you shrink, and he steps out, and it's Rowan Atkinson, and he's like, I'm the guy that invited you here, I own the place, and I was like, you're the owner of this spooky amusement park. It's an amusement park, right? Yeah. This, this is where my memory's Spooky kind of... Island? It's called something island. I wish it was called Spooky Island. I'm, I'm just pretty sure. There's like castles in it, I'm looking through stills of this, and... Yes, keep going. Anyway, I was just like so confused that this guy who owns the place is welcoming every single person to the park, you know what I mean? To the island, yes. It made some uh, like jokes at it being like a spooky Disneyland, like uh, it's a scary world after all. Oh, yes. Or or uh, the Splatterhorn is, what, is that oh, yeah. one of the things. Makes sense. And I was like, ha, yay. But, um... What did they do? Because I, I know where things take a oh, turn. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. But he, I can't remember. I, as he's talking to them, he's like, Thank you for coming. I invited you to the island so that you could... 
solve the solve the mystery. See all these college age kids come here for their spring break party and they're happy and this is them leaving and they're just like robots. And you see this dude, he's got like imagine just like a punk from the early two thousands and you've got it. He walks up to this girl and is like, Hey, how was the island? And she's just stone cold. And he's like, What's up? It's me, Brad. Early 2000s. It's me. Brad. Just picture Chris Evans in any role in the early 2000s. Oh my gosh. <laughs> Only with like the really patchy spike hair, too. You should see Scott Pilgrim. That's how he looks at Scott Pilgrim. Oh, okay. And then <laughs> she just picks him up, like this dude, and just throws him. <laughs> just <laughs> I remember this. Yeah, yeah. And it was like, what the crap? <laughs> and then. They're all like all the. It's just like spooky. They're like mind controlled. It's yeah. like okay, I wonder what's going on. Then they they go to a party or a dance at one point. Well, there's like a tiki torch type deal. If I yeah, remember. yeah. That's like that's like a welcome party. There's like okay. this tiki torch guy and then like this really buff luchador. You're right. I and this guy, he comes out. He's got like this this heart tattoo on his chest. He looks a lot like what's his name from so Indiana like Jones oh. and the. You know, Temple of Doom. Temple of Doom. Kalima. That oh, guy. Mm-hmm. Molaram. Yeah, the they're pretty sure. Wow. John, yeah. well, look Because he's like, Molaram, get ready to meet Kali in hell. And then he, yeah. then he cuts the bridge. It's yeah, one of the yeah. best moments right. of that movie. You're right. Yeah, so that's... He's the Kalima guy. But yeah, you're right. I don't know why he just had to say that again. It's whatever. <laughs> I just like going, Kalima. Anyway... So they're at this like weird tiki torch thing, and they're like all up in uh, Velma's face. Velma? Yeah, Velma's face. Girl, orange sweater. And he's like, "Well, are you scared now?" And she's like, "Well, I would be if it weren't for the holographic projectors there, there, and there." And they're like mm-hmm. right up in her face, like, "You're a clever girl." That's pretty good. <laughs> That's some Mysterio crap going on right there. Yeah. Oh, hey, oh. Classic MCU yoinkin' from early 2000 films. Yeah, how dare you steal from the classic 2002 gem Scooby-Doo. <laughs> yeah, I'm coming for you. I guess it was James Gunn who was like, hey, maybe we can do this. <laughs> Rocket Raccoon, Plasma the Space Dog, Scooby-Doo, James Gunn movie. Would you watch that? Um, only if Howard the Duck was also in it. <laughs> okay. Throw Crypto in there, too. We'll throw Crypto in there. Apparently, this is also dog-related. James Gunn, who's doing Suicide Squad 2, trying to get Crypto the Superdog in it. And I I wouldn't what? even be surprised if there's a Crypto the Superdog reference in Suicide Squad 2. But it's just like, what are all the properties we can try and get? And just try it for all of them. Hopefully. But they're all projector in her in her face and everything. Yeah. And then it cuts to Velma. Wait, Daphne. Daphne. Daphne's who's... purple. Here's the colors, okay? Yeah, Daphne's Fred, purple. Fred's white. He's got the white shirt, usually, and a red ascot. Velma orange. Daphne purple. Shaggy green. Scooby is a dog. Oh, yes, you're right. I can, how could I forget? <laughs> and then it cuts to Daphne Purple. Yes. That's <laughs> Daphne. And she, like, finds this weird voodoo guy who's, like, trying to do this spell. Is this where she does her punches? Um, There's a point where she does some No, work. no, no, no. Okay. That's later. And he's like, whatever you do, don't go to the creepy castle on the hill. It's a ride that's broken down. Don't do it. And she's like, huh. Well, maybe I shouldn't. It was like, you didn't want me to, but you knew that I would go if you didn't want me to, so now that means I'm not going. But you suspected I would do that, so <laughs> blah, 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 and so she goes. Classic Daphne. So she goes to Scooby and Shaggy, who were just hanging out. Scooby. <laughs> they were just... Classic. Yeah, they were just straight up chilling. They're just having fun. Having a good time with Mary Jane. <laughs> and, oh, 
I forgot to mention Shaggy really likes Mary Jane because she likes snacks on Scooby Snacks. Her name's Mary Jane. Well, yeah, and she eats Scooby Snacks. And she's like, I know they're for dogs, but I really like them too. He's like, like, I do too. Like me too. (laughs) And it's a cute relationship. And then one of my favorite parts of the movie, there's this dude at like this bar and he gets a phone call. He's like, uh, it's for a Scooby Doo, and he's like, oh, "That's me." <laughs> so Scooby comes over, he's like, "Hello." He's <laughs> like, "Scooby Doo, I have a big bag of hamburgers." <gasps> really? Where? <laughs> like, In the forest. I need to go to the deep, dark, scary part of the forest where nobody else would follow you, and that's where they are. Like, oh, okay. <laughs> So Scooby yeah. just goes, and then he's trying, he's like in the bag, and then one of the creepy monsters shows up. Like the alien looking thing. Yeah, basically if a gremlin were 15 feet tall and CGI. And spindly, long and spindly. Yeah, 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 yeah. It's yeah. kind of like, um, I picture the bugs from Men in Black that live inside that guy's body a little bit like that. I can't remember. Is that foreshadowing for later, John? I don't know. Early 2000s. CGI monsters, they're all, they all jumble up in my brain. And they don't have shadows and they don't reflect in the sunlight. These, the these only monsters. thing that I can imagine that is CGI'd worse than them is the Scorpion King. <laughs> oh, yeah, these don't look good. I, I've seen the YouTube videos. Yeah, but I mean, for 2002, they looked par. All the budget was on Scooby. Scooby looks really good for early 2002. Yeah. Now I'm looking at these pictures. Yeah, Scooby Doo. <laughs> wow, where was he anyway? Anyway, he runs back and he's like, Monster! Monster! And Shaggy's like, Like what? And there's just this dude who comes out from the forest just like wearing a bunny hat. Like, what's up? <laughs> and then that's when Daphne's like, Guys, come with me. We gotta go to the big creepy castle. And they're up in front of the castle and she gives them Scooby Snacks so they can go in. And when they go in, who else is there? Fred, who opens the door and scares them. And it's like, Oh, I saw the castle. I figured this was the right place to go for, to look for clues. Well, they're arguing about the clues. Velma's also there and stares okay, them. It's classic. like, hey, look, I'm here too. I figured it's a big scary castle, so I had to come. And it was like, oh, great, now we're all together again. I think I think this cast does a really good job at just nailing realistic takes on these characters, I feel. Except, well, Shaggy's kind of a cartoon character. They're, they're doing the cartoon character, but they act like it's real life. Does that make sense? Yeah. Because Linda Cardellini doesn't actually sound like that but she puts on the the voice yeah, and yeah. everything but she still reacts like a normal person would but she just talks like this that was pretty good i know i actually surprised myself <laughs> no, i'm surprised myself too with a lot of impressions <laughs> anyway it's ingrained since we were kids <laughs> since the 60s oh my gosh i've been a kid since the 60s now <laughs> i guess what i'm saying is what was i saying <laughs> anyway uh it was a good time i enjoyed that scene Oh, there's an artifact in the castle, right? Yeah, yeah. I really liked that. I think I was trying to say this earlier. I don't know if I finished that thought. Was that when they were, like, when there's those classic scenes where they're running around back and forth. Oh, through doors. It's it's super cartoony, but it's real. Like, there's a part where Shaggy's legs are sticking out of a barrel, but Scooby's in the top half. And it's just like he's running in place. It's perfect. I was like, this is so good. Run through one door, exit, like, down the hall on the other end. Oh, man. Me and my friend Chad made a video about that once, where we were like spies chasing each other around. I've seen that video. Yeah, yeah. Where we were like run through all these different doors. Mm-hmm. We, we thought we were funny. Anyway, um, 
What else? They, they, oh yeah, so they're in the thing. There's a cage and, around. And Fred's like, right? "We need to split up." Daphne, you come with me. And Velma's like, "I love you." Of course, it's gonna be. You're gonna pick her. And he's like, "Well, fine. Oh, you come with me." And but Velma doesn't like Fred. Yeah, does Velma she? doesn't like him. She's mad at him. She's just. <laughs> oh my gosh. And just here's, like, a, here's a line that was stuck in the movie that was kind of weird to me. Yeah. <laughs> she was like, "You just not. You just don't like girls like me." And he's like, "No, it's okay." Uh, nerdy girls. <laughs> I forgot exactly how he said it, but at the end, I know how he said it at the end, so I'm paraphrasing. Okay. It. He's like, it's okay because uh, unpopular nerdy girls like you still turn me on. <laughs> <laughs> he straight up said that. Wow. Yeah. And, well, something like that. That's awful. <laughs> and I was like, what? How did this stay in the movie? <laughs> anyway, well, there's like this creepy midget who turns on the ride. A creepy midget. Yeah, a creepy midget turns the ride on. I don't think you can say the, the M word on podcasts. Okay. Me, Little person. Let me restart. Let me restart. That's perfect. So, I, the, I anyway. I, I'm sure. <laughs> I, don't, I don't actually know. Okay. A small person. Well, I, we've been. Okay, that's fine. I don't care. Anyway, a creepy little person midget guy <laughs> turns on the ride and it freaks everybody out. <laughs> Like, are they, is it like a, I can't remember, is it like a Disneyland, are they in carts? It's or? like a dark ride. Like There's axes swinging. Yeah, there's like axes swinging around and Shaggy and Scooby are at like a dinner table. Yeah. It's nuts. I remember this part. Yeah, and that's right when, like you said, Daphne is punching things and she tries to punch the door and she punches the door and she's like, yes, 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 spins around and then the car hits her and starts dragging her through the thing. Isn't there a point where she's like, people don't know that I actually took martial arts or whatever. Yeah, she has a, she has a black belt. That was when they were getting on the plane. Oh, that yeah, was yeah. on the plane. Okay. Um, anyway, while they're in one of the things, there's like this bookcase, and Velma and Fred are like, take out all the books. It's got to be, there's got to be a secret book that opens the door. Yeah. And then, uh, somebody got blasted through a window? Oh, Fred was going to get sliced by one of the things, and... Velma threw a book and he blocked it and he got blasted through like this glass window like one way mirror that was there oh, okay and that turned off the ride I see yeah yeah and then and that's when they find like this this training video of how to be human oh see I forgot that part yeah 100%. and that's also when Daphne finds the creepy triangle thing the artifact it's in yeah. a cage isn't it like a weird yeah cage. it's like this weird cage and she jumps out of the weird pyramid Okay. Did she grab the artifact? Yeah, she grabbed it and ran. This is where I remember more vividly the end. Yeah, yeah. So after all this, they find this thing and they're like, well, there's three suspects. That creepy Rowan Atkinson actor guy, the creepy voodoo guy, and the fire dancer. The voodoo, the the fire dancer guy who was like mad at... El Diablo from Suicide Squad. (laughs) Slash Kalima. (laughs) Yeah, yeah. So they got the uh, triangle thing. The pyramid. Yeah, and I guess they're all really working together now. Nobody's really out to get each other anymore. I guess that was resolved off screen. They they, they realize they work well together in that castle. Yeah, I guess. And uh, Velma's like, "I'll I'll translate it and you guys figure out what else is going on. What happened after that? I just know. I don't know how it happened, but all of a sudden, oh, they all their spirits this is, get tossed This is around. when all of the 
because they're in like that weird party thing in that weird tropical hotel place. Yeah. And this is when all the creepy alien monsters show up. Okay. And they take Fred and they take Daphne and they take Velma. Do they possess them at this point? Yeah, yeah. They, they just like leave. And, and their spirits are in the triangle. Yeah, yeah. In the pyramid. Well, no, in the bowl. There's a creepy bowl oh, where the spirits go. A pensive like in Harry Potter or something. Yes, yes, yes. And Shaggy, the next day, I don't remember anything very specific about that scene that I wanted to but talk Shaggy about. Shaggy and Scooby or something? What were they Shaggy doing? and Scooby. Probably just eating Scooby snacks. Yeah, they were like, like, where did everybody go? Classic. <laughs> Classic. <laughs> the next day, they're, they're just walking on the beach. I think they're with Daphne. Or maybe Mary Jane. No, they're with Mary Jane, but I'm pretty sure they're with Daphne, too, who's, like, trying to help find where everybody okay. is. Um, and Fred's just, like, hanging out. He's saying just, like, super hip early 2000 things oh, that people say. And then they go full, like, possessed on them and start chasing them around. The aliens. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Or yeah, whatever, yeah. the ghosts, In, monsters. Inside the people, yeah. Inside the gang. <clears throat> yeah. Okay. That was interesting. Anyway, um, how do they get the aliens out of? Oh, sunlight is bad for them. That's yeah, why they yeah. have to live. Sunlight's in the bad for them. So that's why got to live from the bodies. And f- while Scooby and Shaggy are running away from one of the guys with Mary Jane, Scooby sees that Mary Jane's actually an alien now too inside of. Yeah, her. I remember that. And tries to tell Shaggy and then Scooby falls down this long hole and Shaggy's like we're best friends like it's what best friends do oh I think he I think like the quote is like best friends don't or like friends don't quit or something like that so, I don't know <laughs> does he hop down the hole so he like swan dives down the hole with Scooby Doo and that's when they find the big pot of the souls and he's like it's a whole underground cavern yeah. Think, yeah and he like picks up one of the souls and it's like uh, Fred, he's like, uh, I don't know how I got here, so please help me. And they let him go. And he goes, pew! And he picks up Daphne, and she's like, I could have got out on my own. It's like, how? like how? <laughs> and she's like, I could use my tongue as an oar. And he's like, well, yes, you can't. And he like, like volleyball serves her out of there. Okay. And then he picks up, he like picks up some random guy. He's like, oh my gosh, thank you so much for helping me. You're the best. He's like, actually, I was looking for my friends. <laughs> so he puts him back, puts him back in. And then he picked up Velma, too, and she went by. And when Velma got out, she looked up, and the monster burned in the sunlight. And that's how she found out. So she ran to find Daphne. And then when she finds Daphne and opens the blinds for the monster to come down, finds out Fred went inside Daphne's body. Yeah, and Fred's all like, I can look at myself in the mirror naked. I can look at myself naked. Yeah, (laughs) it's like, ugh. I think the I think the the cutout scene was that the the alien the monster was inside Velma and was pretending to be like one of the island dancer girls. I think that was the context of the deleted scene. Oh, really. interesting. And then I think Daphne or actual Velma finds it and like get out of my body. Yeah, something like that. What the heck? But then Daphne ends up in Fred. Yeah, Velma is Velma though. Yeah, so that's and they they find the triangle thing and it's like. I guess this triangle thing, science mumbo-jumbo, blah-blah-blah, we're all going to fall out of our bodies into each other's until we're synchronized. Is Scooby and Shaggy there at this point? Yeah, they're all together. Because they all do a weird shuffle yeah. at one point. It's just kind of funny seeing them all in different bodies. 
It's like, hey, I'm, I'm better now. It's like, oh, I'm not. And Shaggy's like, like, wow. And he, like, looks up her skirt. <laughs> <laughs> There's one where Shaggy hits either Velma or Daphne. He's like, like, what? Why haven't you eaten anything? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Something like yeah, that. Yeah, that was good. Oh, my gosh. Yeah, and that, that's a big problem and then they all end up in their they all end up in their regular bodies or something they make a big master plan they see him put a disco ball down the thing and oh yeah because sun sun will kill the alien the monsters then all the monsters are doing a weird dance and there's a big like, like there's a big temple of doom style like yeah cult in the straight up ground. and it's just all the people on the island and they're all possessed and including like, mary jane throw an atkinson guy oh the reason why he wanted Scooby-Doo is because he's the purest of souls, and... Scooby-Doo is the purest of souls. <laughs> yeah. This yeah. is like, I didn't catch that when I watched it. Was yeah, so, <laughs> Scooby-Doo is the purest soul there ever could be. <laughs> this is great. And so, there's a part where he's like, Scooby, I need you to be the sacrifice. The sacrifice? Okay. <laughs> okay. I'll be the sacrifice. And... <laughs> I'm remembering this now. Because yeah, doesn't Shaggy dress up? Shaggy dresses up yeah, as one of the soldiers. After they set up this place in the cavern, Shaggy he's like got a headdress. accidentally beats up one of the, the soldiers because they're all doing the dance and he's just like making weird dance moves and he's beating up <laughs> yeah, the guy. <laughs> so good. And, uh, <laughs> oh man. So he's like, like, like Scooby, you can't be a sacrifice. That's not good, Scoob. And he's like, we're not? <laughs> okay. It's like, when I count to five, we're going to run away. One, two, and it's like, call him on, you know? <laughs> like this weird tentacle thing that's like, kind of good CGI sometimes, and also really bad yeah. other times. Like Some Justice League. <laughs> Justice League it's upper sad that, It's sad that I literally just referenced a movie from 2017. <laughs> I know. Dr. Octopus's tentacles were better than of course. the yeah, Justice are, League. A lot of those are actually real. Yeah, right? Real metal arms. Let me tell you, practical effects, if you can pull them off, let's do it. Heck yeah. But um, then they get their chaos ensues, right? There's a big army battle. Like, they all fight, yeah, start so, fighting each other or something. Because well, they, they all dump the bowl out. of souls. They're doing this weird dance, like, hey, hey, how are ya? Hey, how are ya? And they almost, like, point at Fred. And Fred's like... We're supposed to do the electric slide now, you guys. <laughs> they're like, he's an imposter. Flame on, bro. Yeah, so then they pull him to the side, and oh my gosh, it's just. Uh, I'm it, trying to remember what happened. So then they put. I know Rowan they, Atkinson puts the temple thing on his chest, and it just like gets absorbed in there, and he's absorbing all of the souls because it'll make him strong or powerful. And from the bowl? Yeah. Do they dump the bowl at one point, though? Yeah, so like. And then they, they, they pull the Scooby-Doo spirit out. And he's like, Raggy, I'm a spirit. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> and he's somehow managed to get away and like knocks him over. And then I guess they beat each other up or something. Nobody's doing anything. And they all Fred, start fighting. I know Fred. Fred sees that he's, that Rowan Atkinson. Oh, I don't even remember his Mary name. Mary Jane takes on a weird demon type thing. And he had, had, Shaggy has to confront Mary Jane, if I remember correctly. Yeah, yeah. During the battle. Yeah, yeah. yeah. But this is right before the battle. Okay. Fred's like, he's wearing a mask. So he pulls it open. It's just like a Terminator robot mask. Oh, and you're like, what? And then it like, it, his chest opens up and it's Scrappy Doo. <laughs> Probably the driver of that car with the I love my grand dog. <laughs> uh, and oh my gosh. Then he's like, and I would have got away with it. <laughs> just kidding. He didn't say that yet. 
but so he's got like this pyramid thing on his chest and he just like starts like bulging bigger and bigger like, he turns because into of all the spirits and he's like what's his end game here he just wants to be a I wasn't paying that close a attention a Hulk dog you normally pay really close attention but this movie as you can tell was just all over the it's place it's kind of a movie you just have fun with rather yeah. than yeah it was so good and they fight Mary Jane and all this crap and blah 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 then they just take the thing off they wait there's a big there's like an apparatus that, that they have to that big crane yeah they have to put the crane on the, the pyramid on the pyramid that yoinks it out and yeah. Scooby says something and Scooby's like Scooby Doopy Doop yeah 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 actually okay that's actually the second one I'm thinking of but oh, he might do it yeah. in this movie too it might be oh, a, oh I think it was Fred that did it it might be a skadoosh moment from like you know you come from yeah, yeah. he always has the skadoosh moment I'm pretty sure it was like Fred or somebody was operating it Cause shit, or Scrappy's like, "What are you doing?" And they yoink it off, and they take all the souls out. All the souls come out and go back into their own bodies, and then the hatch up. Oh, I forgot to say, Daphne's fighting the luchador dude on the. That's roof. right. That's the thing. And she's what opens up the hatch for the disco kicks, ball. She kicks him in, and he opens the door, and the disco ball comes in. Yeah. The spirits take the bodies. All the monsters jump out and melt in the sunlight, or something. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. And these are real monsters, I guess. I guess. Because they just the, kill them all. Up to this point, they've just fought people dressed as monsters. Yeah. Usually. So it's like monsters aren't real, except for the cyber the cyber chase. <laughs> That's actually one of my favorite Scooby Doo movies. We could talk about it another time. Yeah. But oh, yeah. Then Rowan Atkinson good. comes out of a oh he comes out of the ground. Real Rowan Atkinson. And he's like, I got Scrappy Doo showed up. He hired for a job, and then all of a sudden this happened. <laughs> it's like great. That was gonna it really quick for you. They're like cool. Um. Then, then what happened? I think that then then it was over. I remember them. It's all of a sudden they're just at the docks and they're like, yeah, they're at the docks because one of them called the Coast Guard. The Coast Guard people were really weird about it. I just remember they're like, they're on the spooky island or whatever they said. It was just like, what the crap is this scene? But they're all making. They're like, maybe we should keep the gang together permanently. Yeah. Rookie. And they all put their hands in. Yeah. And then it cuts to them eating peppers or something. Shaggy and Scooby are having They're a like, pepper eating No, they can finally hold up to their all-you-can-eat deal. And Scooby takes, like, a whole bar, a whole jar of peppers and eats all He's thing. like, he's gulping it down. Yeah. And then, well, because I think Shaggy eats one and smoke pours out of his ears or something. And then Scooby does it. And then they're like, let's both chug it. And then yeah. you see outside of the restaurant and smoke's just like, like... So Which might be a hot boxing reference or something. <laughs> <laughs> oh no, John. Poor Shaggy. Anyway. I shouldn't stereotype stoners. That was Scooby-Doo. Yeah, that's the end. That was pretty much it. Scrappy-Doo. I thought it was really clever as a kid that Scrappy Scrappy Rex was the was the boss at the end or whatever. It also mentioned that Scooby's real name was Scoobert. Scoobert-Dubert. Scoobert-Dubert. <laughs> yeah. Um, Shaggy's last name is Dew as well, I think. Shaggy Dew. I don't, I don't know. know. That might just be what I call him as a kid. Yeah. One time in fifth grade, we had a costume party, and I didn't know what to be, but I just, I literally just threw on a white shirt and tied a red bandana around my neck, and I'm like, I went, I think Freddie's last name is Jones, and I was like, I'm Freddie Jones! And my mom's like, you can't, no one, you just have to say Freddie from Scooby Doo, and I'm like, no, it's accurate, Freddie Jones. Oh my gosh. <laughs> you would. <laughs> no one knew who I was. But I actually think it was a pretty spot-on costume for a fifth grader. <laughs> I remember when I was in fifth grade, I was lately getting a costume, and I threw on, like, I just grabbed one of my pots from my parents' 
wipe your what your paw oh my gosh no like a saucepan okay. and I put it on my head and I was like I'm Johnny Appleseed and I left to school <laughs> <laughs> Good, yeah. Well, sometime ask me about my Jonathan Appleseed screenplay I'm working on. <laughs> it's called is it a gritty reboot? <laughs> it's a gritty. <laughs> it's dark and gritty. That's why it's called Jonathan Appleseed, not Johnny. Uh, it should just be Appleseed. <laughs> yeah, see, I was thinking that, but it's if it says if it's Jonathan Appleseed, that oh, just then they'll know. Serious. Yeah, yeah. Because yeah. Appleseed could just be like some major documentary. No, 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 no. It's all, this is almost going to be like Abraham Lincoln Vampire Killer, like that kind of. I haven't seen that movie, but I want Anyway, to. John, what do you think? Hot dog, dog on it. From what I remember, I give it a hot dog. I really, I think it's a lot of fun, this movie. And I, I think the sequel's a lot better, though, and I'm excited to watch that for next week. Yeet the street. Because it's the Halloween season. It's Spooktober. We're doing the Spooktober. Scooptober. Scooptober. They actually announced a new Scooby-Doo movie called Scoob. Really? Yeah, it comes out in 2020. It animated? Um... I don't know. Feature-length animated film. Guess what the cast is. The same. We got Mark Wahlberg playing Blue Falcon. Don't know who that is. Zac Efron playing Fred Jones. Oh my gosh. Gina Rodriguez playing Velma Dinkley. Amanda Seyfried. Wait, Fred Jones. Did you say Fred Jones? <laughs> you were right. Amanda Seyfried playing Daphne Blake. Oh my gosh, Amanda Seyfried. Hey, we remember her from Art of Racing in the Rain. Yeah. Will Forte is playing Shaggy Rogers. Shaggy Rogers. That's his name. I'm an idiot. I should know. And Frank Welker is playing Scooby-Doo. Frank Welker is... Do not tell me. Holy cow. I think it starts with them as a young young kid, and they grow up. Jason Isaacs is in this as well. He plays um, Lucius Malfoy. Well, that'll have to be what we watch in 2020. In 2020. Um, this looks like a lot of fun, probably. Anyway, thanks for asking me. About if it was talking I was gonna get to it. it, and then I remember that. What do you think, hot dog or dog on it? Well, we're gonna make what dog your, year history. Your dumb corn dog. <laughs> no, Scooby Doo, two thousand two, is a hot dog. I'm just gonna say, like I gotta say, I was entertained the whole time. I will recommend this movie. There's lots of movies that I just hate on for it being tacky and stupid, and I'm really glad the directors didn't just like go into being like, let's be artsy and cinematically delicious. This was just like, let's just make an entertaining Scooby-Doo movie. And Something like that. They did so well with it. So, hot dog. Here's Dude, your... is this the first time we both hot dogged something since Turner and Hooch? Yeah, I think so. It's been a dog year. Wow. Did you know there's an episode of Teen Titans Go where Scooby-Doo, like the Scooby gang, shows up in Teen Titans Go? Because they're both Warner Bros. properties. Yeah. Actually, one of my earliest memories is the 60s Batman cartoon crossed over with 60s Scooby-Doo cartoon. So it's like Joker and Penguin versus oh my gosh. Batman, Robin, Shaggy, Have you ever seen the Scooby-Doo crossover with Johnny Bravo? No, that sounds amazing. Anyway, look it Dude, up. Do you remember Boomerang? Gosh. Yeah. Anyway, thank you for listening to Canine Critique. Heck yeah. Catch you next week for the sequel. You can catch us, uh, the, the Canine Critique, on Instagram, Facebook, Gmail. Twitter. Twitter. We're trying to post more. That's our goal for this next dog year. Um, you can catch me at the John. Nope, I'm the Jake Nielsen. He's the Jake Nielsen. I'm Flower Lauer. Thanks again to Music Elijah. The John. <laughs> the John. Thanks again to Music Elijah for the theme song. And is there anything else we should mention? Let us know what you think about Scooby Doo. Let us know if you. We've got we've got some a list of movies for this upcoming dog year. But if you have anything 
you want us to, to watch, please let us know. We might do some great topic episodes. We'll throw that up on the Facebook or something if anyone wants to participate. Yeah. Give us like a follow, subscribe. You know you know the rest. Do you know what do you have anything else to say? Except thanks for listening. Heck yeah. Catch you in the doghouse next week. Bye. Bye.